0: hey everybody welcome to the show today's show is the best before we get into that uh if you're not already make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and something that we're starting to push really hard here is if you're a regular listener of the show i highly recommend you jump over to youtube and you subscribe there because all of our podcasts are now going up in video format so if you want to see uh, my lovely face with our guest lovely face you can do that same audio content Uh, It's just on YouTube, so that's YouTube, just racing on the rocks, and you'll find us. One thing really cool that we've been doing this past week is we started live streaming some different games, Uh, you know, semi-truck simulator, rock crawling games, all kind of different things, and uh, it's a really relaxed environment. Have it on your phone, chime in with us. We're playing games of all different kinds, and uh, it's a good time. Come hang out with us. It's a a lot of fun, but today's show is brought to you by SuperGrip ATV performance UTV tires. Specifically, uh, Supergrip has just released their K9 XT version of the tire. The XT is basically, and simply put, just a stronger tire that performs higher. So I'll be very candid with you in this. Uh, Supergrip sent me an ad and they basically gave me all the specs for what is new about the tire and they said that it had a 70% performance increase. And I kind of thought to myself, that's kind of weird. Uh, but, let me tell you this, I went out on my XT's this two weekends ago, whatever the, the second was, and uh, I was pretty blown away. And I went up to a 32 inch tall tire and I saw such a performance increase compared to my 30 inch regular uh, K9's that I, I really was blown away. I told uh, the manufacturer and the guy who I, my point of contact over there, I was like, it seems like you've done more to make this tire work. The sidewalls are you know, still super strong, they've made them even stronger. But the tread pattern's the same, compound's the same. It just really seemed like the car just hooked up to the ground way better. So I don't know the science on it, how they got the number 70% performance increase, but I can tell you that those tires work better. All K9s from this point on will be the XT tire. I think that they're working out the bugs in the intermediates, uh, but I can tell you I run the standards. They're super tough tons of traction, and all kinds of fun. So Supergrip ATV K9 XT tires should definitely be in the set of tires that you're looking at uh, when you are ready for a new set. SupergripATV.com and SupergripATV on Facebook and Instagram. Our next sponsor is the one and only in the highest quality performance axles in the market, whether you're full-size, UTV, Whatever your application is, independent suspension, solid axle, RCV performance has been in the business of building high-end quality components for over 75 years. When we started our partnership, I was pretty blown away to find out they've been around that long. Specifically, their UTV Pro Series axle line features all 300M components and high-temperature grease. Utilizing engineering and development from decades of working with the top racers across all segments of racing. We've had a bunch of guys on here. Everyone from Lauren Healy to Tim Cameron runs RCV. The UTV version, which they all run as well, the UTV Pro Series axles feature a 33 spline center bar, the largest in the industry only to be topped by the new Pro XP and Can-Am X3 rear 40 spline bars. That is insane that they've got a 40 spline in a UTV. Those are the ultimate strength axles on the market. Our axles, our being RCV, are completely rebuildable and serviceable, so they truly are the last axle that you'll ever need. Like everything at RCV, The Pro Series UTV axle line is made 100% in America, right in America. Also, the uh, Trail Series is out as well, just to give you some specs on the Trail Series. uh, Tests are proven during the Trail Series axles to be the strongest aftermarket axle in its class, designed to fit 2018 to present front, uh, excuse me, that's for something else, Uh, The the specs on the Trail Series axles are CVs that are featured, 4340 chromoly body, and 4340 internals. Uh, This is a little different from the 300M. They have 4340 chromoly 33 spline center bars, DOJ inboard CV for frictionless plunge, and designed for hardcore trail riding so let me just tell you guys uh that also those trail series are backed by a two-year warranty against breakage to the original purchaser warranty does not cover the willful destruction of a product you guys are crazy that they have to put that in there all claims are subject to review rcvperformance.com and rcv performance on instagram and facebook next on the list diddy's big block race shop uh is actually awesome probably one of my favorite sponsors because what they have done to my machine is probably the most impactful they have adjusted my uh, valving and and spring setup on uh, my utv making it where i can ride for hours i rode for six and a half hours of pure rock crawling in tennessee's nastiest rock crawling gardens that they have my back didn't hurt my kidneys didn't hurt i didn't feel like i'd been beat up i didn't feel like i was you know in, in rough shape it really makes a huge difference and If you're running on stock valving in any UTV, you really don't know what you're missing. It's a little bit of a pricey bite, but I'll tell you this, if your shocks have been on your machine for three, four years and you've never serviced them, it's probably about that time. So what Chris over at Diddy's Big Block Race Shop does is he services your shocks as well as revalves them all in one quick and easy trip so you don't have to do it multiple times or remove them off your machine multiple times. He can really get you fixed up right out of the gate. That's Chris over at Diddy's Big Block Race Shop on Facebook and Instagram. Again, you'll thank me later after you get your shocks revolved. Next on the list is All Things UTV. All Things UTV is uh, a returning sponsor for 2021. It's crazy that it's 21, but they're here with us, and I like to, as always, highlight their Razor Aid inner fender liners. It's a peace of mind product. My stepdaughter gets in there with me, and we go, you know, cruising through a field at 30, 35, 40 miles an hour. I don't have to worry about any kind of sticks or foreign debris coming through my firewall. And I can confidently say that she is completely safe. It's it's a really, really big peace of mind. I also run part of their Cloud9 kit, which is their spring kit, which comes with new uppers, lowers, crossover rings, the whole nine yards to make your ride uh, a lot smoother in conjunction with a valving setup from Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. Those are essential upgrades to your UTV, regardless of manufacturer. All Things UTV on Facebook and Instagram. Last but not least on the list is Infinite Off-Road. Infinite Off-Road gives you 10% off their entire website with code word ROCKS, R-O-C-K-S. At checkout, we'll get you 10% off the entire website. They have light bars, light pods, whips, wheel rings, and most importantly, rock lights. They have a magnetic rock light system that is awesome. Can't wait to try it. And I'm also going to try out one of their new chase lights with a built-in courtesy light. That's basically, if you have a pickup, you know how you uh, open your door and the, the bed light comes on? Well, Infinite Off-Road has developed a light that works as a brake light, a chase light, and a bed light for your Razor. InfiniteOffRoad.com and Infinite Off-Road on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, paid the bills, everybody. Today on the show, we got Cody Wagner from the Laser Nut uh, Empire, I guess. You got Town, Laser Nut Racing, laser, nut, everything. Cody's an awesome guy, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit of King of Hammer stuff today, or King of the Hammers today. Coming up soon, it's going to be a great, great uh, race. I'm pretty excited about all of it. So without further ado, Cody Wagner. Get a drink and gather around. Let's talk drivers. Let's talk rigs. Let's talk skill. You've got the best of the best in the off-road racing world. Have a seat at the table with us, and let's talk about racing on the rocks. boom cody wagner how are you buddy
1: good how are you
0: i am i'm good i have like i'm like about frazzled out i got too many things going on at one time and uh i am just like i'm happy to be here and and getting a chance to relax for once nice yeah yeah uh hey you got some uh you got some rc cars back there those are nice
1: yeah, yeah. Um, Kyle from UC Fab uh, built my first uh, replica of, of Pure Sex, my Ultra Four, uh, LaserNet Ultra Four car. Um, it was the the black one, I believe, and it's a runner, so it can run. And then I had him build a Shelf Queen, the blue one, when we changed the design, and it has more intricate parts. And then I had him build the uh, Pretty Penny, the Moon Buggy, and uh, yeah, that that was. Once he built that Ultra 4 car, I was like, man, it'd be cool to make it a real RC car. And that happened this year, which is really cool. So. Yeah,
0: I, it's so funny. I, I actually meant to get either you or Randall or somebody on when that car came out. And uh, I, I wanted to actually get a chance to talk to you about it. How has it been to see, to see your car become a legitimate, like, mass-produced RC car?
1: Uh, Bucket list. We'll definitely call it that. I've been wanting to do it for years and it, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was cool, you know, going through the whole process of design of uh, actually making a a, a chassis and the whole thing. They, what they did is they actually took an existing platform, the Tenacity platform, Mm -hmm. and then took that and modified it from there. So that was interesting how they did that. And the whole goal behind the car was to make it look as similar to the full scale car as possible, because to me, it was just a really cool design. And to this day, no one's really had, in my opinion, a, 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 a sexier or cleaner or just all around beautiful car. I mean, there are cars out there that are really neat and cool, but this car still, you look at it and it's pretty wild yeah um, and then with, they got the copper wheel like the copper wheel had to be the right shade so it was like i feel like an interior designer trying to pick out the right shade copper uh to go on the car and they, they nailed that um everyone's really loving the car it's a go fast car it's not a technical rock crawling car um it, it's not made for that it's made for going 50 miles an hour and and you know Going out into the open fields and stuff, and playing around. A lot of people have been playing with it in snow. I've been seeing some cool snow videos, which yeah. is kind of cool. But it, it would be cool. A lot of people, everyone loves it. It's a great car. They're they're back ordered, which is crazy. I can't believe how many people want you know an RC car. Yeah. And uh, hopefully they can make more this year, and we can sell more of them.
0: Yeah, so uh, I saw pictures of it like flying across water at uh, Lasertown. So, do you guys have like a couple of them out there and just go crazy? Yeah, we have a
1: few out there. Uh, last time I was, I played with one. Was actually uh, probably a few months ago. Um, I, I played with it a little too hard. We were jumping it, I don't know, 20 feet in the air and came down a little hard on it. And you know, they, they aren't designed to jump 20 feet in the air and land on <laughs> on, the, on its back tire, but. Um, with any RC cars, it, it's like a real car. you got to tinker and fix. So I haven't recently, I've been playing with the big car stuff, but I mm-hmm. uh, um, haven't really been playing much with RC cars lately.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to actually ask you something I just popped in my head. Uh, so I got a chance to work with uh, Axial and some of the testing. I was seeing if I had it down there <laughs> I put it back in the shop. Uh, you got a chance to play with the Rift, the new rock bouncer car. Is that correct? Yeah, I guess I can talk about that now because it's top secret. But right. uh,
1: with, with Randall and I, we went all over the United States, and um, I got to play with the car back in uh, Roush Ra- Creek, uh, Pennsylvania. I don't know, somewhere back mm-hmm. there. There was this yeah. huge wall, and we were pretending to be rock bouncers, and it was really cool. It was kind of – the car is wild. It's wicked fast, and it could take some abuse for sure. But it's a typical rock bouncer. There, there, there isn't a hell of a lot much suspension-wise. And it, 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 you can beat on it pretty good, but it's, it was cool. And then we took it to Tennessee and did some more testing there. And it was cool to put it in different rocks and wet rocks and loose mm-hmm. rocks and big rocks. And yeah, you know, had, a, we had a good time doing that, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a really good car. I think it's been received really well, too. I know that everybody's been wanting one for a while, but all the new parts and stuff that came on it are super cool. But I thought it was so cool because uh, I had actually sent you a message when you guys were coming. You guys were going. There's like I forget the name of the place in Tennessee, but it's like an hour and a half from me. And I had something pop in up.
1: Tennessee.
0: Yes. OK, so I had something pop up the day of. But I was going to come down there and come see you guys. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that event because, you know, Middle Tennessee is the last place you'd expect, in my opinion, to have like a really technical rock crawl. And I know that the place you guys went is it has some history of the, the wee Rock stuff. And I wanted to ask you, how does a Tennessee wee Rock, you know, technical event compare to like a Roush Creek or, you know, Southern California event?
1: Yeah, so the first thing you gotta—that's different—is it's typically wet. It's normally raining. Um, yeah. that—that was the first thing that you know everyone's like, oh, you haven't experienced an East Coast event unless it rained. Well, it rained. It rained quite a bit. More rain I've seen. Shit, we moved came back to California. We haven't seen rain for eight months. So wow. there's been no rain in California. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, you got to get used to that. And the rocks—it's a lot of dirt to rock transitions, but pretty much day in Tennessee is on private property and it's just mm-hmm. hillside with rocks that have kind of come down and they've made these obstacles. And there was some obstacles that were pretty cool. And I couldn't believe we actually climbed up it cause it was wet and slick and, the, and pretty penny just stuck to the rocks. Um, we were able to win that competition and um, we did really well, but it was cool. It's under the lights, Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. Um, the people back there are really cool. They all come out. Um, you know, I call them the good old boys, all the good old boys and gals, you know, they come out and they actually make like a family. It's like, you know, they got the kids and the lawn chair and the pickup truck. And, um, it's cool. It's, it's really, it's, it's Tennessee and it's up on this Hill, um, Mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere. I I couldn't believe the RV even got there. There was one point I thought the RV was not going to go up this, this incline, but, we, we stopped before we stopped before we pulled in the day in Tennessee, we stopped for gas. Mm-hmm. And I swear when I was at the gas station, it was just wild. Cause everyone that came to the gas station, they all knew each other where <laughs> you can just feel like, you know, they all knew each other. When I go to a gas yeah. station in California, I don't know anyone, you know, it's, Yeah. I'm, it's just so different. So it was cool and it was really neat. So, um, yeah, Tennessee is definitely, I don't know if I can move to Tennessee, because um, they talked about a Category Five hurricane that ripped through there a few years ago and killed a yeah. few people, and but I don't know, everyone seems to say how cool Tennessee is, but we did go to Nashville, Tennessee. Um, we went to the grand old Opry, Opera yeah. Hotel. That was, that was a really cool experience. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was it was definitely something that was again on my bucket list to go to mm-hmm. back east and run the East Coast and win the East Coast. That was the the yeah. true the true. Uh, you know, that's what we were set out to do, be the first rock crawling team in history to win the East Coast and West Coast. And we also won super crawl. So the world, the world championship super crawl wow. in a pandemic year. And, you know, the way I look at it, you make the best of everything, you know, it, it's up to you on how, how you're going to live your life and you're going to do it positively or negatively or become a victim or become a hero. And we choose to take the hero route and always turn a negative into a positive and our goal for 2020 was to win the east coast west coast we did and we won super crawl we almost won the nationals but jesse beat us at the we rock nationals (laughs) by a few points so he can't win everything but we had a great year and we're looking forward to 2021 for sure
0: yeah so are you guys planning on doing the same circuit because you guys basically went on tour i thought it was awesome
1: yeah yeah so you know you you couldn't go to restaurants and well, you still can, I guess. And you couldn't go here and you can't go there. For 2021, we are focused right now on King of the Hammers. Um, yeah. Cameron Steel's is actually out on his motorcycle. Uh, I just saw he posted he just ran I- idle issues on his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he's he's committed. This is a second moto run earlier this week. He We took the Ultra 4 car out and we put 20 miles on her, which we wanted to put more on. But we had a portal issue. We got that fixed. The guys are in the shop right now fixing it and uh, we'll be ready to get back out there Saturday to put a good 50 miles on her and uh, do a little winching and be ready to go. So that's our main focus. Camera's still driving the Ultra 4 car, and uh, after that, well, I've committed to Randall that he can drive. Randall Davis, he's my spotter. He can drive Pretty Penny in the We Rock series. So I don't know exactly what that looks like. Yeah. Because de- if I wanted to drive and he drives, we can't spot each other. So mm-hmm. it's either we get new spotters and we both drive, or I just let him have the car and he drives, mm-hmm. or uh, and I spot him. So I don't know what we're doing there yet. But there's also a new series that is out in 2021 that Rich Klein, um, Big Rich Klein's son is putting on called Super Crawl. It's mm-hmm. going to be a, a five-event series series. And mainly, all the all the competitions are in the Utah area, St. George, mm-hmm. Vernal, um, and a couple other locations. So we're really excited. I will be driving that, and there's supposed to be TV coverage and you know all the stuff. So I'm I, I'm excited about that one for sure. Yeah. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what 2021 is looking like.
0: Well, cool. Uh, I want to I want to pause on King of the Hammers because that's the that's the central focus that I want to get to in just a few minutes, but. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, you guys mentioned doing double duty on one car in, in, in heavy rock crawling competitions, you know, is there the severe breakage like rock bouncers, for example, you'll have guys that will run the same uh, machine, you know, then the same day, but basically whoever owns the machine gets to go first in the event that something breaks and so on and so forth. Is is that a, like a common occurrence in, in those technical rock crawling events? yeah
1: in in rock crawling events i i just toss you know just throughout last year i mean we did 10 plus events and knock on wood we really didn't have to fix anything we don't need i mean it's i i really need to prep the car for this year like change the himes out
0: and uh, we're actually changing
1: brake pads out but it's with portal gears and uh using all the good stuff to um from the beginning you, you really don't have any issues you You'll be harder on the car, doing a trail, like a trail riding 10 mm-hmm. times harder than you would be in competition. Cause it's more of a tech canal <coughs> tech on, on, on like where the cones are placed and not to miss them. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily the, the hardness of the, of they don't really try to, they don't really put extreme crawling. So you're not as hard on the vehicle. Does that, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. Because I always, I was just gonna say that I always wondered, you know, did they put you on, you know, every ninety degree, you know, in wedge that they can, or is it just maneuvering? You know, they make the path of the maneuvering. It's
1: maneuvering.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, they're not trying to break you. They aren't trying to roll you over. Um, It's more of just because if you have to roll over, then you got to have the recovery, and it's a lot more work. And then if you have a top tier guys up here and then you have another tier guys or gals down here then you know it 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 does it makes it harder for those teams that are down here to want to come and compete against the teams that are up here so they they really it's really a a balance on how hard to make the obstacles um because you can make them so hard that one or two people out of the 12 will finish it but then you might not want people that want to come back to even you know compete yeah so yeah. they really we rock is really <laughs> rewalk has really made it more technical which i love mm-hmm. technical rock crawling that's yeah that's just what I, I do um i mean i'll do the big stuff too but um the technical part is definitely where it is which saves the rigs. so
0: if you're yeah. able to go to a
1: win all year and not have to put thousands of dollars of new parts in you're going to have more yeah. competitors that can go to the event
0: Yeah. And that, I mean, that makes it, if, if, you know, I'm someone who's looking to get into that. So I'm on this big technical rock crawling kick right now. And um, I've been watching videos, playing the video games, doing all kinds of stuff, having a blast and, you know, hearing that the resulting damage just throughout the life of the car is, is typically a little lower than, you know, a 4,400 car or a Brock bouncer or something like that. That would make me more inclined to spend more upfront and, and get a better platform from the get go. Because I'm, you know, it, you know, buy once, cry once type mentality. Because, you know, I just I, I was never sure if the courses that they have y'all run were that detrimental to the car. Because I've seen some of the places that y'all get in, and man, it's it's amazing where those cars can go. So that's why I ask.
1: And what's cool about We Rock is um, they actually have a sportsman class. So if you're one of, if you're listening to the show and you're like, man, I really want to go do a rock crawling, a competition. You don't have to go against the pros that are in the pro class. You mm-hmm. can go into a sportsman class, and their courses are fairly easy. Um, you, you can have fun, and you can see, get your feet wet. It doesn't cost as much yeah. uh, to enter. I mean, it's legit. It's where you want to start, and then at that point you can decide, you know, if it's for you or if you like it or if cone dodging, as they call it, is something you want to do. Yeah. And, and another another thing which I offer. And I, I'm not making any money, I don't charge people, but if anyone ever wants to come out to Lasertown, you're more than welcome to come out there. I got rocks on my property now. And yeah. I actually show teams what I know about rock crawling. And you know, the more people that get exposed or get the bug or want to go, as I call it, the f- most fun you'll have at one mile an hour. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's uh it's it's like I say, it's boring to watch, but when you're in the car and you feel like you're gonna flip over or, yeah. or go you know it, it's a lot of fun but um yeah, yeah I, I definitely love helping people and showing people you know what the rigs are capable of doing and a lot of it has to do with communication i had a, mm-hmm. a father daughter team come out a couple months ago and was showing them and they, they did really really well and uh i think they honored a little bit we had, they had some car issues so it was short-lived but it was yeah. uh it was fun for sure they especially when you let them drive pretty penny Something yeah. that they've never heard of before and that they, they really get excited about that.
0: Yeah, I would imagine. So so that leads me to my next question is I've seen you guys going out to the Hammers and uh, you have a trail car. You have the red one of the red dot cars. And I wanted to ask you because I've seen there's there was one that was for sale in Texas and the price tag was, you know, higher than what people would have expected. And I wanted to ask you, you know, and, and I said the same thing to Lauren Healy in your opinion, what makes those cars so worthy, I guess is the right way to phrase that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if there's anything that makes those cars so worthy, but um, it, it's a beautiful car. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it is it's it's one of the nicest built cars uh, ever built. Um, mm-hmm. It's fully chromoly, complete, everything's TIG welded. Uh, parts alone on the car are 120K. So if okay. you were to go out of- Build a brand new Red Dot. You're gonna spend $120,000 in just parts. Mm-hmm. That's not assembly. That's not the labor to put it together. Um, you're, but it, it's an it's an expensive car. Um, is it worth 100 and? It, you know, price tag. It, it's all into what, you know, how much you want it and and mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, what what you want to get. That that car in Texas. Actually, I still have my eye on it. I think my dad would love that little that that car. So. <laughs> The price keeps dropping which isn't good for the red dot i have but right. uh, it's uh, it's just a cool car it's a good all-around easy to get in and out of professionally done um definitely kevin carroll you know bless his heart you know he's in the better place now he he proved that that car was legit and it can do things that i will never do you know or go because of the because he was just, he was a little nutty, you know, on the stuff he did, but that's what made him Kevin, yeah. and uh, it, it's just a, it's just a really nice car, he's, he made it quite a, a cult following of the people that, that like those cars, and mm-hmm. use the car, and, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a really nice, well-built, it's not a typical rock crawler, a typical rock crawler is, you kind of got a budget, and you, you, you kind of scrim and scrape, and, you know you, you don't have the best parts and the best everything where this car does
0: yeah understand understood so on your trail car that you have uh you had you weren't you were in undecided on a color scheme i think you had a like a really glossy purple and a nice like rich blue color on the other side on your panels have you chosen a color yet no i actually haven't i kind of like having two different colors i got a black hood
1: with with uh uh, with uh blue chrome blue uh, scallops and then i got purple one side and blue on the other and i also have red red i know it's not going to be red brandy mm-hmm. actually floss just came his wife just came out has a red car so i don't want it to be red um but i like the blue and um, i don't know all the guys do these really cool wraps i probably should mm-hmm. do a really cool wrap like all the other red dot cars do i just haven't got around to it but I love my red dot. We're actually going out Saturday um, and doing this trail called Screwdriver Bloody Mary at the Hammers. And it's it's one of the legit badass trails at the Hammers. Um, And uh, it's just so much fun. It's such a it's such a cool car. I was contemplating, oh, maybe I should take my moon buggy, but it's just you can't put someone in a seat. The best part is putting someone sitting next to you doing this trail that you can't even walk. You know yeah. we we went, we went and walked king's graveyard aka dead blow um yeah. tuesday with cameron Steele and his his guys and it's a half mile up and it's a half mile down and it, it it's i'd rather be in a car i'm surprised i didn't break my leg because sure. there's so many loose rocks and it's so steep and sandy um it just it's not a trail you want to walk but um wow. it, it it's uh the, i took my red dot up that trail shoot was it last weekend yeah, last weekend with Johnny Roca Saturday, and Craig, uh, not Craig Allen, um, Dennis Large, and uh, we had some issues. We finally got through the trail, but it's a good trail. It's a legit great trail, and the and the red dot is just a blast. I actually took a gal that works for PCI PCI, never been rock crawling, extreme rock crawling, and she was just blown away by what 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 the car does and where you go. And, yeah. and literally you're going one mile an hour and you're climbing a, a cliff or a waterfall or snaking through the rocks. It's just it's just the best, probably the best thing is just ex- letting other people experience it. I've been doing it for almost 30 years. So yeah. I mean, how many rocks can you climb, right? So it's, yeah. it's cool to get other people out and showing them what, what rock crawling is all about.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. And, and I'm gonna make it out there uh, to Johnson Valley and, and come see you in Lasertown sometime. Uh, won't be, won't be this year. Uh, I've got a little one coming in three weeks. So uh, congratulations! thank you. I'm really excited. It's a little boy and I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be my first. So uh, all fun stuff, but uh, I wanted to ask uh, about the trail. And again, I, I pulled up uh, something that I, you know, we'll see if I got an exact thing here. I'm not a hundred percent familiar with the layout of Johnson Valley, but uh, these are the typical trails that are run in the Hammers. Uh, is it somewhere in this trail system? Is it somewhere around here?
1: No, it's actually uh, further down, uh, down. Okay,
0: that's yeah. what I was afraid of. <laughs> I can't seem to find like a good map of the Hammers with like trails outlined. Uh, but so it's got a name going up, correct? You said it was Dead Blow going up? Yeah, it, it, technically, it's Dead Blow. It's
1: been Dead okay. Blow for four years. Uh, Mark Underwood, uh, SoCal Mark, I think he goes by, actually broke it years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Not a lot of people know about it because only a certain group of people will call it can do the trail because it's so technical. Um, but when Dave uh, went down it, I don't know, two weeks ago, whatever it was, he didn't realize that it's been ran before. He thought only one car has been through it, which Anyways, you can you can tell there's been more than one car that's been through it. Um, yeah. But he he thought no one named it. no one has. He thought the trail has never been done or named. So once he found out it was Dead Blow, he actually called Mark and checked, Hey Mark, I already got a call. At King's Graveyard. I can we keep it this for the race and and then we'll switch it back. Obviously to Dead Blow. But the way I looked, because there are some people on the social web or whatever complaining. The trail was being changed and now the trail is going to be destroyed and all this bullshit it's which it is it's never going to be the same after the race but it, you know it, let's just call it dead blow going up let's call it king's graveyard going down because ninety nine percent yeah. of the time you're never going to go down this trail i wouldn't go down this trail if, if i mean i would guess i would if i was racing but i have no interest in going down this trail one because it's not a challenge and two there are some exposure areas that if you roll, you're 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 done. So yeah. I'm so excited that this trail is actually in King of the Hammers for 2021. It's gonna be the hardest King of the Hammers ever. And yeah. there's gonna be drivers. That's why I say don't be a pussy. Hashtag don't be a pussy. Oh, yeah. Some drivers that are gonna be a bunch of little bitches they're gonna complain oh I have to go down that oh that's not what rock is all about and blah 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 this, this is truly what rock crawling is all about if you can't do this trail you shouldn't be doing King of the hammers that's yeah that's the way
0: I look at it all right I like it so that that was actually my next question was how you felt about it being incorporated into the race and clearly uh, you're excited about it. Now, I know that we're uh, 4400 will be going up back door as well, which is something we haven't done for the past couple of years. Uh, Very exciting to watch that. And we're so, you know, with the regular hammers trails involved, it seems like the direction this is gonna, you know, all the directions point to this being the harder version of the race. Um, What do you think will be the key this year for the 4400 class in particular? What, what is the one thing that's going to really set someone apart and, uh, you know, let them have the best day?
1: I think a solid axle front and rear solid axle car is the ticket this year.
0: If you have a solid okay. axle
1: car and you're, you're, you're Eric Miller, Randy Sloss, mm-hmm. and the Blair, um, and whoever else, the other good drivers that have solid axle cars are, they, they it's their race to win. It's their race to lose. They they mm-hmm. should do get through that desert lap. Yeah, they're going to be a little behind, but they should be able to catch everyone. I don't know what order they go in, but you're going mm-hmm. up wrecking ball, up sledgehammer, up jackhammer, up outer limits. I mean, you have plenty of time to catch yeah. those IFS cars if they're still running, and then you got to go down King's Graveyard, which is just to top it off. But yeah. it's it's to me a solid axle race. Uh, I, I predict that only uh, it'll, it'll be two people, uh, two seater. It will not be a one seater, um, or one person driving um, will will not win with the race.
0: Now, do you say that because happens? of the winching that'll that is going to have to happen Correct. in the race? Okay.
1: Correct, because of the winching that's going to have to happen, and um, King's Graveyard, you really need a spotter. You almost need a spotter outside the car to guide you down so you don't end up you know, off the trail, which. Yeah, how, really, how exciting. Yeah, it's pretty, it's gonna be very, very, very exciting. And um, the other part on King's Graveyard, if someone rolls in a, in a couple particular areas, the trail's done, You you're, there's no going around them. So they either gotta drive over them or help them get off the trail. So mm-hmm. it's gonna be, it's gonna be really interesting. Definitely gonna be yeah. interesting. Um, you know, everyone has to have some luck on their side. Um, like last year, we were 28 miles from the finish, 28 miles, third lap in first place. And we were just behind Josh. And I think we, all we had to stay was within four minutes of Josh and we won the race. Um, and we, we broke apart a steering part that we've never broke before. We fixed it. And now it's better than it'll, you know, it's, it's better. It's fixed. It won't break again. Knock on wood. Um, but you know, you gotta have a good. A, a good clean race i mean we were out two days ago and who thought we were going to blow the portal gear yeah.
0: you know
1: I, we, we built these badass portal gears and um honestly we kind of overlooked it we thought they were they were designed to run forever and nothing's designed to run forever and we blew one up so we're having brand new custom-made portal gears for the entire car for king of the hammers this year so we'll have no issues knock on wood and yeah. uh, they'll just go out and run a clean race and have some good luck and hopefully we'll be in contention for the win or podium or top 10 or, or finish, you know, if you be got a cool if of a racer can finish a race because that doesn't happen that often.
0: Yeah. I I would, and I would say that attrition is going to be a killer this year for sure. Going up all the trails. My gosh, I can't, I can't wait. And, you know, I, I have to think that being, you know, qualifying high, qualifying close to the pole is going to be so so important in this race in particular because of the roadblocks that we're going to see and the jams in those trails
1: absolutely you you definitely need to qualify in the top 20. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that's good about cameron is he knows how to run the desert um, mm-hmm. when he when he was coming back from the desert lap last year she said he was physically in in fourth place i believe and he started 20th so we're, wow. we're really good in, in the cars and the car is fast and good in that area so you know, as long as he gets the top twenty, maybe the top ten, we'll be in a really good spot there. And then we got Wayne, son from Alltech Motorsports, shock guru Wayne. He'll be co-driving, and uh, he's really good yeah. in the rocks, and and knows you know knows all the lines of the hammers. So we got a really really good team uh, behind us. You um, know, we're excited.
0: Yeah, I would have to say so. So I have to ask as well. You know, because Lasertown – is within, you know, a camera's view of uh, what will essentially be Hammertown very soon. Uh, when you're down there, do you just retreat back to Lasertown to actually watch the race? Or are you going to be down in Hammertown this year?
1: I will be at Lasertown. So um, I last year it was really cool. We were we were in the great room, we call it. And we have the TV with the live coverage um, mm-hmm. from the internet. And then we I, had, I was on radio uh, over here talking to the Cameron and... and The pit crew and um then we had the tracking on another computer so i mean it it was really neat to be able to see all three of them Um, i think we're definitely going to have someone that actually tracks where cameron's at with other drivers that's one thing we've never really done i know jason shearer and other top drivers do that um but i i've decided that i'm going to be uh, the main guy on the radio and, you know, telling them what we need to do and what we, cause we had a little bit of confusion last year on, oh, where's this guy? Where's that guy? And, you know, it got in the driver's head and I don't think that was probably the best thing and no one was really making a decision. So this year I'm definitely going to be that guy to make decisions and tell them what, you know, let's push harder, slower, you know, be conservative, you know, do do the whole thing. So that's my role, but yeah, I'll be, a, I'll be a laser Town, I'll be in the room and, we pretty much, uh, outside looking in managing the race.
0: That's pretty amazing. You basically have, you know, like a NASA level Houston operation, just a little bit away.
1: It's really cool. We actually, it, it's going to be neat this year too. Cause there's also, you know, teams want to not necessarily be in Hammertown. They want to get out, especially with, you know, everything that's going on. So we have some really cool teams that are staying at laser town, um, uh, a few monster athletes. So it, it'll be cool. It's, it's just kind of neat. You know, it just, it, it's, uh, gonna be fun for sure. I just yeah, wait. the race happens and, yeah. you know, there's no, there, you know, there's no issues and it, we are able to do some racing.
0: Yeah. I know, you know, of, of course it's the, it's the hot topic of the year is, is the virus's effect on everything. And, uh, you know, it, I, I have to, ha- ha, you know, having the race, is its own, you know, achievement on its own, you know, and I, I really hope that we don't get to the last, you know, week or so, and then something changes in, in how things need to go, or the, you know, management or, or, or government or something like that. So uh, fingers crossed for us too, because, you know, everybody on the East Coast, those who aren't going, who have uh, purchased the upgraded, like, live feed, which I'm super excited about. I was all super on board for Uh, cockpit views and helicopter views, all that kind of fun stuff. Very excited about that. Um, It does not behoove anybody to wish ill on anybody. So I'm excited. I'm glad that they're making it work. I'm glad that Lasertown is open and and letting, you know, more people come in, have have a little bit of a different operation going. So that's encouraging as well. Uh, I want to ask you, there's some special events that go on during Hammers uh, Week. Uh, outside of racing you have the the bouncer shootout and this year we have the coronation do you want to uh tell us a little bit about how that came to fruition what you did and coming up with this and, and what role you played
1: yeah so over the years i I've, I've always wanted to do a rock crawling event at king of the hammers because the the way the whole king of the hammers is about rock crawling and mm-hmm. it's turned in over the years to I, I would say not extreme rock crawling. I mean, all the trails now have bypasses and mm-hmm. and uh, it's just not the same as it was back in the day. Um, so a lot of people don't even know what extreme rock crawling is. So I really wanted to bring that to King of the Hammers and and this year we're, we're actually bringing it. And instead of cone dodging, which is again, boring to watch, we're, we're going to do a trail breaker type event that Trail Hero puts on a sand hollow it's, uh, it's, it's gonna be like pendants and you're gonna start at one position, you're gonna have so much time to get through, to get you know through the entire course and whoever gets through the course wins, I guess we'll say it. The uh-huh. whole point, the whole goal of it is just to show an, ex- and, and, uh, an expedition of what extreme rock crawling is. So what we're thinking is when you're watching the shootout and the guy flips over and there's nothing to watch for 30 minutes and they talk about nothing, we yeah. have paint over here to extreme rock crawling showing the guys climbing stuff that a rock bouncer can't do razors can't yeah. do only a all-purpose built rear steer portal uh, moon buggy can do um, mm-hmm. climbing these huge boulders. so that that's that's just again just showing people what rock crawling is all about and uh, what rock crawlers can do and and uh, what this what the sport's all about.
0: So are they going to be doing it at the same time as the shootout or or are they on separate nights?
1: It's the same night. So when the shootout's going, we'll be going. And um, we might be going at the same time when the shootout's going or when they're doing recovery or whatnot. So they'll be, you know, you'll see a guy go shoot up the hill and then half the time they're they're flip over and recovering, right? Right. That's where most of the time goes. Then the other part, they'll pan over to us climbing some big boulders and, and doing another part. I don't that's know. A- I don't see how it well it works out, but it, it, it should yeah. fill the void of the downtime.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree with you. I know that that's a big debate on the East Coast right now. Uh, with all of our rock bouncing leagues, uh, in the past couple of years, rock bouncing has moved to like a short course style with like a big hill at the end. And, you know, people are always up in arms about, oh, we want the hills to be harder, but, you know, then you have the recovery time, and when you've got trees involved, it gets complicated just like it does when you've got big boulders involved. So I think it's really cool that you guys are doing a tandem run, Uh, but I hope with the premium live feed that I've got, I hope that I'll have the option to watch just you guys if that's an option as well, or I hope that you guys are kind of, you know – in the same shot because i don't want to miss out on what you guys are doing i again i'm on a i'm on a technical rock crawling kick right now and i'm really looking forward to it because you know i've been watching your live feed videos on instagram i I like watching all the things that you guys are doing because you know we we can do that out here but if we go to our local park you know if i were to build a you know a moon buggy for example it's it's not that it's worthless to me out here but The the, there's there's the environment's not as conducive, I guess is the right way to say it. So, I think it's really cool to kind of have the two totally different beasts right there. And I'm like I said, I'm just really interested in watching it, I'm very excited about it, and uh, it's going to be really cool. I'm glad that they're putting more things in. Uh, now on the flip side of that, they're doing the trophy trucks and the desert trucks. like a week early is that right like five days early on the race so you know they've in the last couple of years added the open desert stuff isn't that stuff like really early in that causing is that causing any issues for people when they need to get there and things like that you know
1: i don't think it is i mean I, from what i'm understanding the trophy trucks there's there's only a handful of people that are even signed up you know hopefully mm-hmm. they get a good turnout but being that there's other races going on, a series race is going on. People are picking and choosing. That's what's hard about a standalone event like King of the Hammers for the trophy truck guys is if if they go to that race, they don't have to go to the race, right? right. I mean it's right. a one it's a one it's a one deal race. Now in 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 like two weeks prior, I mean I think there's a race Parker anyways, there's a Parker race that they're going to this weekend. So it's tough to pick and choose um, which races to go to, but I really don't think it's gonna be an issue. Um, I think if anything, it, it's, it's just a different set of people. I mean, they come out, they can come out and watch a trophy truck race, which yeah. is it's on. I think it's on a Sunday, which normally yeah. they're in the middle of the week. So I can come out, I can go to a trophy truck race, I can go back to work Monday through Friday, then I can come back out on the next Saturday and watch the Ultra 4 race,
0: yeah. which
1: typically is on a Friday. So I don't know, again, turning a negative into a positive, um, I always, there's always ways to look at it, but I think it's a win-win for people that have to work during the week.
0: Yeah. I I hadn't thought about it like that. I like that outlook. And I I like that right now. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, so let me ask you this, have you, you have stake now in the coronation, you've had stake in the 4,400 class, is there ever a desire to enter the UTV stuff or is that just kind of not your flavor?
1: You know, I the UTV is the UTV. Um, it seems like what a lot of people or teams are doing, and what uh, or you know, like Polaris and can and and now the Honda, um, they're they're having a, a, what are they call uh, uh, ambassadors do their do their or young drivers um, yeah. do their, promote their brand and all that, which is great. It's cool. Um, I don't know. I don't really see an interest uh, for myself in any of that. I will be sponsoring a driver, Nick Turner, who, who's he's a legit driver. I think he got a top ten last year. He's a friend of mine. But that's a, that's pretty much about it. And then uh, oh, I, I am spot. The, you will see a laser nose sticker on Johnny Greaves' razors this year because I I help them out also. So Johnny's from Wisconsin, back in you know back in the Midwest, and he's coming wow. out to do it also. So I, I definitely do help um, teams out, but no, I don't see per se a laser nut car um in 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 that at this time
0: yeah i definitely understand i mean you it's it's not like you're doing anything else that week you know <laughs> why would you want to add one more thing onto your schedule uh, and it, it, cameron cameron's in
1: i mean i sponsor cameron i mean mm-hmm. too, obviously he'll be
0: driving his can in the in
1: the show he'll be doing almost every race again this year so dude that's it's, a
0: i can't even imagine one yeah uh one out of what five ain't too bad one out of six whatever it comes out to yeah uh so let me ask you this from someone who obviously has one of the most technologically advanced 4400 cars what do you think about utvs stepping into the 4400 space now i I have more follow-up questions but what do you think in terms of safety and balance of car size and things like that. I think it's, a, I think it's great. I think
1: uh, Cody Miller and um, there's a few other drivers that are going to be in the 4,400 class. I, I think it's, uh, it, it just shows you that the UTVs have come so far. I mean, with the larger tires and the better parts and, and it's just wild. It's wild to think that a UTV can, can compete in an ultra four but then again that shows you also that the trails are not what they used to be Mm -hmm. and they're not as hard so this year is different this year is hard i could not imagine taking a razor down king's graveyard that's gonna that's legit like i it's gonna be a. that's gonna be hard to do I. um so we'll, we'll see we'll see how this year goes i think we're gonna have a very limit uh limited amount of finishers Um, if say a hundred people are to start, you're going to have maybe a 20%, uh, so 20 cars finish.
0: It's not going to be like
1: prior year, this year is, this year is different.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's so funny when you brought up the fact that they were running all those trails up, my thought was there's no way a UTV, I, I thought there's no way a UTV finishes in the top, you know, 25, but. I think you're right i mean i would be really hard pressed to see those machines uh make it within the time range because you know you can get a machine through any trail given enough time and enough you know winching but i don't know if you can finish it in a day you know or the allotted 10 hours or i'm not it's 10 hours for the race i think i think it's
1: 14 or maybe maybe that's what it was a few years ago but i again i go to if a freaking utv can can finish 4400 class i mean we're there That it's not let's step it up let's get some rocks in there that that you you can't finish you know or can't or or it's going to be hard on them but yeah yeah, it's it's it doesn't yeah we need to get some harder trails which he has
0: put in there i I think that you know if i was if i was dave and i had you know built the the single toughest day race of the world and i had a utv finish which i think he finished with the top 20 (laughs) I would have done the exact same thing that he did this year and be like, <laughs> "Good luck." And, and on, on the safety
1: part of it, you know, with you, you know, UTV versus Ultra Four in the desert or whatnot. Um, it, from what I, my experience, the King of the Hammers, everyone's so far apart. If there was mm-hmm. an issue like that, it it was an issue that definitely could have been avoided.
0: Um, yeah, and I don't think that there was. And the reason I ask, and, and so this shows you my perspective. I, I would think that you have enough space in the desert to not have any issues. Uh, you know, you would imagine that there's, there's plenty of room out there for you to make a pass, things like that. I was thinking more in, you know, these giant rock trails. You know, you've got a UTV that possibly is just taking a little bit longer and somebody tries to make a pass and, you know, just so happens to flip their car over. I, I mean, trust me, I know that they put a lot of work into those chassis and things like that. But under a 4400 car or under a 4400 tire is not where I would want to be sitting if I was in a UTV. Yeah. Yeah, and the way UTVs are going too, like
1: Shannon Campbell, he he's building a pretty much his, I guess his own UTV, you know, complete chassis and everything. So I mean, what's 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 even a UTV about it? It's it's pretty much a a ultra four and a smaller. Version, you know, so I I, I don't know. It, it's this. It will be interesting to see what happens with the sport and where it goes for
0: sure. Yeah, I do too. Because uh or I think so as well. Uh, last year we saw this hybrid from a, I believe he's in Mississippi. It's a, a gentleman who is from the East Coast. He built a V six, IFS, you know, like three quarter ton axle UTV looking thing. It didn't fit spec for any class I think other than 4400 and i think that that will be the future of like i think we're going to fracture i think we're going to move towards the technology that you guys have implemented where you have you know huge power portals ifs you know completely high-end technology and then i think we'll see another fracture where guys will move into power to weight ratios smaller tires you know uh you know making retrofitting these huge parts to fit into the utv size I think we're going to see a fracture. And I think, I mean, it's such a toss up. What's going to be better? Something with, you know, great power to weight ratio or something with just great power, period. So I'm very excited to see what happens there. Yeah, for sure. So let me ask you next. What is the the, what's got you excited? What do you what's on your mind? What's cooking in your brain that you're just like, I cannot wait for this one particular thing. What's got you the most excited?
1: Um, a good question.
0: I always ask really? because I know if you know, you're anything like me, your brain is always going, and there's always something you're working and thinking and pushing on.
1: Yeah, well, uh I, I think I I'm still we're still got the sixty-one hundred Armada built Armada Engineering built sixty-one hundred car is supposed to be completed mid March, March, which I keep saying. So I'm hoping <laughs> mid March to have yeah. that so that'll be kind of fun and, and go play around with that and see what we can do with that um and then uh laser town is always something in progress there so we're we're slowly uh thinking of some new things we're gonna do with that um we just actually recently put it up for uh to have production filming companies come out and use the property um surprisingly they spent a lot of money for locations like that so wow. laser laser town is definitely getting a cult following for sure uh, I mean, we thrown three parties there. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, how was New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve was great. It was uh, it was good. We had about 150 people and, um, you know, just celebrating America, blowing shit up and fireworks and fire and a band. And, you know, I, it, it was great, you know, and no one got sick. And, yeah. you know, everyone, everyone had a good time, you know, where you're supposed to stay at home. Don't, don't go out, you know, blah, 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 which, you know, is good too, but
0: yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah. And then uh, Halloween was good. The kids got a trick or treat and had a great time. Um, and then 4th of July was great also. So it's kind of been kind of a cool, it's been fun doing that, but I don't know what, I mean, I just focusing on the company, you know, keeping the company growing and, and going in the right direction. Uh, and uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, looking forward to that car and hanging out with the family and, Maybe go on vacation. I haven't been on vacation in al- almost a year, so it'd be kind of nice yeah. to maybe go on a go get out of the country or or do something.
0: Where Where would you go if you could leave today? If, you, if right after work you're gone, where are you going?
1: Oh, I've grown to love Baja, you know, uh, and uh, yeah. we have a trip planned for end of February to go down there, and uh, you actually get a pet the the whales. The um, what are they called? Uh, I don't know. Those big whales that like to be pet. Yeah. Uh, shark whale shark? shark.
0: I don't, I, I can't don't think know. Of the name.
1: Anyways, it'd be cool to oh, go.
0: Well, shark. shark. Is that
1: it? Yeah, there you go. Well, I there think it's a whale. huge things.
0: And yeah. That's so,
1: so, that'd be kind of cool to do. Never done that with the family. So yeah, just, just, just do something.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's exciting. I know that uh, hopefully 2021 will, will, will be better. And, uh, you know, with all the the vaccine and all that fun stuff that, you know, I hope that everyone kind of lifts some stress off their shoulders, takes a breath and uh, realizes that we're going to we're going to press on. We're going to go forward. Everything's going to be OK. Absolutely, and I mean,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, Cody, was there anything else that you wanted to chat about? We're just barking on an hour here and uh, I pretty much got a chance to ask you everything I was at, I was curious about
1: no we're just excited for king of the Hammers 2021 and uh you know we're we're ready to get out there and make some dust uh, yeah laser, if you ever give anyone's listening and using a laser cutting laser nut that's what we do um we'll cut anything that you need and uh from one part to a million parts ideally <laughs> a million parts wow But uh, yeah we love we love we love laser nut and what we do here and and uh, yeah, if you if you want a LaserNet low C RC car, we uh, Verizon Hobbies. You can buy one at any hobby store. Um, it's a really cool car and a lot of fun to drive. And uh, yeah, just you know, enjoying life.
0: Yeah. So where can people find you on Facebook and Instagram if they want to keep up with you?
1: On Instagram, it's Cody Wagoner LaserNet. Uh, that's where you can find my personal page. Then you have LaserNet with an S, and then you have LaserNet Racing and you also have Lasertown town jv which is all the happenings at Lasertown. town and then on facebook it's uh, cody wagoner LaserNet, net laser net racing and laser town so awesome. i i make i make it a point to post every day and i've been posting a couple times a day lately um and i try my best to you know do some live feeds here and there and and seems like people are digging it
0: so yeah Especially the ones about King's Graveyard. When you're out in the hammers, please keep it up because it really—I mean—I think that you were the only source for King's Graveyard information. You know, he said it the next day. It was like, boom, I'm here. <laughs> so I thought it was awesome, and it was helpful for guys like me who are, you know, either East Coast and media, because I finally—I was like, oh, they're—they're they're actually doing it. They're doing some rocks. They're gonna do some yep. big ones. So. Yeah. Very excited. But with that, we'll close it out. Uh, Cody, thanks for joining the show and taking time away from your day. It's always a pleasure. You're one of the best in the business, man. And, uh, I enjoy having you on every single time. Thank you very much. Appreciate what you do. Yes, sir. Hang on with me and we'll, uh, we'll chat for a few minutes. All right. All right. Hey everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, most importantly, if you can, subscribe to our YouTube, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if possible. Today's show is powered by RCV Performance Products. One really cool thing is that RCV uh, not only runs their Trail Series, but they also have a Pro Series of axles. In fact, they're on their second iteration for UTVs. Uh, The RCV Performance Pro Series 2 axles, which have have a completely different design, from the series one, where they used a bell, uh, the Pro Series two is more like the boot system CV style that you're normally used to seeing on uh, other UTV axles. But they have taken it to the next level. They are designed and engineered to handle the most abusive conditions, from trail riding to desert racing. Which I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to adjust that ad because. I think that there's rougher things than desert racing out there. I think a lot of the rock bouncer UTVs, the rock, you know, the rock buggy UTV buggies, uh, those guys are pretty harsh on parts. With years of experience, though, in racing and working with the top drivers in the industry, RCV has been able to develop the ultimate axle solution. Seriously, guys, this is the end all be all. You want to know what Tim Cameron runs? You want to know what Lauren Healy runs? It's it's funny when guys who do completely opposite things run the same parts because there's no better it should tell you something that the pro series 2 axle features rcv's high temperature spec grease designed to withstand the harshest environments the outboard pro series orange boot is built to be precise within specifications to be puncture resistant and heat resistant up to 450 degrees and all of those are manufactured in the united states it's big rcv on the show is big guys rcv performance products on facebook and instagram and let me get the website here i think it's rcv performance let's get it rcvperformance.com and if you make a phone call tell them racing on the rock sent you and uh i i, I would mean a lot to me so next on the list is the all-powerful super grip atv tires In the opening ad, I talked about running 32-inch tires, uh, my 32-inch K9 XTs, but I'm going to flip-flop a little bit. I also finally got my Amp tires. My Amp tires are 29-inch tall, 9 inches wide. They're like the front bighorn tires that come on your uh, Razor right off the lot. Let me tell you guys, uh, I'm excited to try them because I've got them... They're a little bit more of a complex tread pattern. There's more technology added into the rubber, into the pattern itself. Uh, But one of the really cool things is I've got them hooked up on some beadlocks and I'm ready to do some little dirt racing. If I can make it out to Dirty Turtle or somewhere like that, I cannot wait to go give those amp tires uh, a beating on the track. Or somewhere that maybe is not like Adventure Off Road Park or not like Johnson Valley where you need huge ground clearance from huge tires. If I have somewhere like Windrock or something where I'm probably going to be riding some distance, I'm going to give those amp tires a try. They're six ply made of the extremely high quality rubber that comes from Super Grip ATV tires. I'm really excited to put some miles on those bad boys. Just need a chance to take them out. Supergrip ATV, Performance ATV Tires on Instagram and Facebook and supergripatv.com. Next on the list is Diddy's Big Block Race Shop. I talked a little bit in the opener as well about how they valved my shocks and got them fixed and just, they're just better. Like there's not a there's not even a strong comparison between good and bad. These shocks are better it's amazing. Just with a little bit of fine tuning because Chris over at Diddy's Big Block Race Shop knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, It's a big, 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 big difference. If you have an extra thousand bucks, I think, I think guys, I think that's the price point. Thousand bucks will get your shocks revalved, reworked, you know, whatever you want to call it, cleaned up and sent back to your doorstep. And let me tell you guys something you'll thank me later because there's a ton of expensive organizations out there that want to charge you you know upwards of twenty five hundred three thousand dollars chris at diddy's big block race shop gets the job done in a beautiful manner wouldn't be wouldn't be pimping it out if i didn't believe in it so diddy's big block race shop on instagram diddy's big block race shop on facebook All Things UTV is also a sponsor. One thing that's pretty cool uh, is I'm not gonna have to worry about ever breaking axles now that I have RCVs, but in the event that you have broken an axle, All Things UTV has a product called Axle Magic. It is a patented uh, slide hammer design made to get axles out of your differential or transmission where it's broken at the CV side uh, on the transmission or differential side. The CV is broken. You see people all the time, they have to either go pull the other side and hit it it out with a hammer if it's going through the transmission, or if it's broken off in the differential, you know they'll have to really do some crazy magic to get it out of there. All Things UTV has your solution with the Axle Magic 2. It's a great axle puller, and uh, let me tell you guys, it's just uh, easy. For the price that it costs, it's just nice to have one so you don't have to worry about the headache. Don't ever have to worry about axles getting stuck in any of your differentials. Ever again with All Things UTV Axle Magic 2. All Things UTV on Facebook and Instagram and allthingsutv.com. Last but not least, one of my favorites, Infinite Off Road. If you need light bars, light pods, whips, wheel rings rock lights the best damn rock lights that money can buy infinite off-road is where you go let me tell you guys infinite off-road really has an awesome product because they offer a 25 year you break it they fix it warranty that even covers accidental damage which let me explain to you guys if you get in a car crash if you hit a tree whatever it is that you think you're gonna do or can't do or whatever i don't know what you're trying to do but if you break it they're literally just gonna send you a new one. It's the, it's one of the greatest greatest ploys in in the off road world. It can't get any better than that. Infiniteoffroad.com and let me tell you guys this right here right now. They're gonna give you 10% off with code word rocks. So there's that. Infiniteoffroad.com code word rocks R O C K S and you'll get your 10% off. All right, fellas, ladies, gents, that's everything and that's all I have. Thank you guys for making this happen for us. Welcome to 2021. It's going to be our best year yet. Thanks for sticking around. Make sure you guys share the podcast. Follow us on YouTube and do all the other dumb stuff that people ask you to do. Peace.